Hello, listeners, and welcome to the second episode of Worst Movie of the Year of CD Geek Podcast. Uh, Bob here, and I wanted to pop in with a little bit of introduction before introducing today's panelist and the movie itself. I want to note that we are a new podcast, and although we spun off from a different one, we're using Zoom recordings for the first time, kind of getting used to that since we're all in quarantine. Uh, so it's a new approach to record and to learn how that works. So I do apologize about any sort of audio issues that might come from that. I was told last week's episode of Veronica sounded okay, but if any issues, let me know. And also, as this is a new podcast, we are getting used to the new format and getting all the details together. This is the basic setup here at Worst Movie of the Year. Look, I love my bad movies. I watch just as many as the worst of cinema as I do the best. I like to watch them. I like to talk about them. I like to share them with others. And that's what I'm hoping to do with this podcast is sharing my love of bad movies with other people. Now, this is a part of a different podcast, uh, but I'm not going to make every member of Steve Geek sit down with me every week to talk about bad movies, especially if they don't have the interest in it. So I'm hoping to get a different group of people together every week uh, to talk about these movies. It could be people who've been on before, or friends from here, people maybe I don't even know who just request to be on this week's episode. So if something you're interested in, send me a message at cityofgeek at gmail.com or through Facebook, either be City of Geeks or the Worst Movie of the Year. And of course, like both of those at Facebook. Go to cityofgeek.com to see everything else that we're working on with reviews, retrospectives, our regular podcasts, uh, which is more of a general love of movies than it is a, partic- a particular movie, like in this case. But yeah, send me a message if you're interested in that, or if you have any comments, suggestions, uh, requests uh, to look at movies. So the basic setup of this is we're picking a random year and then going to the worst movie of that year on Metacritic. Some things aren't on there, such as, say, Mac and Me from 1988, or Veronica from last week. Uh, started the podcast by looking at something that broke my original rules because that's such a bad movie and such a great jumping point you wanted to look at it that way so we might look at some polls requests and this and that for other titles something you're interested in hearing us talk about or talking about with us uh just send me a message over there hope you enjoy the the episode let me know if there's any issues and over to the panel and the movie so uh just so everyone at home can know whose voice goes to who why doesn't everyone uh, everyone introduce themselves and then we'll start talking about uh date movie um, Eric, why don't you go first? Hello. Oh, yeah, there's no video. <laughs> <laughs> hey there, Eric Margaret. Um, I do come at you from Strange Eons Radio and uh, filmmaker and Crypticon Seattle Film Festival. I run that with help from Bob. Yay. <laughs> and, uh, Mr. Amos? Hi, Michael Amos. I'm just some dude that, uh, works at Microsoft and uh, I occasionally get up and run around in, fr- in my underwear in front of a screen. For Rocky Horror, take a yeah. that comment. <laughs> Could every movie he watches. He did it during Cats and it was very embarrassing. I <laughs> to the theater with them is rough. Yeah. <laughs> More or less embarrassing than Cats itself. <laughs> a butthole cut? Is there any other? <laughs> uh, hi, I'm Michael Kehoe. I'm a uh, local filmmaker and actor. And he's been, um, Mike has been in several films that have featured at Crypticon, so it all comes around. That's right. That's true. Yeah, and I'm Bob Foster, one of the founders of City of Geek, uh, with another podcast that this one is offshoot from, along with the various reviews we post online, written in video. Uh, So you can find that at cityofgeek.com. And it's a VR mentioning podcast. Uh, The Strange Eons that Eric mentioned is uh, another wonderful podcast, so you should subscribe to that as well. Thank you. and though we mentioned cats a few times in here, uh, we're actually not talking about cats. Uh, we were talking about 2006's date, uh, 2006's date movie, um, which is uh, it has 11 at on Metacritic, which is a very very low score, the you know, lowest one of its particular year, which I think is generous. <laughs> yes. Uh, 
it, just a little background on that. It came out in uh, February 17th of that year, and it cost about $20 million to make and made his money back in opening weekend. Went on to make $84 million across the world. So unfortunately, it is a failure of a movie, but not a money failure because we did get a bunch of similar movies after this it's an epic movie uh meet the spartans and uh superhero movie until they eventually died away um thankfully wow. <laughs> my so, first note and i don't know anything i say after this feels a little superfluous movie's hot garbage man yeah <laughs> <laughs> no 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 this movie is is cold like month old garbage <laughs> Both in the stale jokes that were stale at the time, alone watching it, you know, sixteen years, fourteen years later. Uh, it's a rough watch. I uh, yeah, I regret every second of it, and it made quarantine just feel twenty times longer in the hour and a half or whatever I was watching it. But I did notice that uh, violence means nothing to these people. They just kill people randomly, and no one bats an eye. That was the weirdest thing to me. Just death is nothing to these people. And that just, that was really fucking weird to me. <laughs> One of my notes is, uh, when in doubt, punch something. <laughs> like, we made a reference and now let's beat up Gandalf. Because why not? Yeah, Strong. I was going to say, I, I was going to say, Bob, I kind of hate you for making me watch this. <laughs> you chose to do this, sir. <laughs> yeah, but I blame you. <laughs> you actually messaged me. I actually asked Eric and Mike. <laughs> and you actually messaged me to be on this. <laughs> Well, we'd go with the violence. It's a strange notion to parody date movies and make violence a strong element of those because we all know how prevalent violence is in your average sleepless in Seattle or while you're sleeping kind of movie. They're just filled with horrible violence and people dying everywhere. So you yeah, remember Sanji Bullock pushing uh, pushing someone against uh, pushing Bill Pullman in front of the train and uh. Uh, while you're sleeping, the end like, of uh, major Joe Black, where he just rolls over the car. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, you know, I, 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 you know, the, and of course, the most famous part of when Harry met Sally, when Sally just went on and punched Harry in the dick, <laughs> <laughs> and then referenced something that was 20 years old at that point. Of course, that movie itself is hey. referenced pretty directly, and uh, uh, without con- for one of the things they didn't actually mention the title of when they did it. <laughs> so many things like, "Hey, we're referencing this. I'm Hitch." To get it, I'm Hitch. The, uh, I wanted to know, my, 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 actually, I didn't start writing notes to about an hour into the film. And my first note was the same thing that Eric messaged me when he was watching. It's like, this still has a half an hour left. <laughs> I, I paused. Like, I should go get my, my notebook so I can write down some of these thoughts because I want to forget them. And I uh, was thinking maybe I had 15 minutes left, maybe five minutes. And no, we're about 55 minutes. It is a very slow 85 minutes with the mentor credits. I, I, I got, what, about five minutes in before I started angrily messaging you about the movie? <laughs> My first comment was, nothing says hilarity like a fat suit. Yeah. Bad one. Yeah. What was Allison Hannigan doing? I mean, she was in the middle of How I Met Your Mother, so she wasn't desperate for anything. It's like, hey, I'm off. I'm on hiatus from recording that. You know what I want to do? This deeply, ridiculously offensive, nasty film. All right. I mean, what, did the American Pie money run out? I mean... Maybe. I wonder if it was uh, like a contract thing where she was contracted one more movie to somebody or one more project in I mean, some way. It's 20th and century and, made and her uh, do Jennifer it. Coolidge Maybe. is in there as well. So yeah. I can see them being like, you owe us a three-movie contract, get in this fat suit. At least Jennifer Coolidge was the one person who seemed to actually try. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I was like, thank God for Jennifer Coolidge because she's actually trying to do something. I know she's just doing a parody of Barbara Streisand's character from one of the Meet the Parents movies. Um, but I didn't know this was referencing Meet the Parents. They weren't very on the nose about that. <laughs> yeah, it was. A, <laughs> can you milk me? <laughs> I think that was vague, but it was there. <laughs> Those little hidden references that they just glaze over. It's a, it's a very subtle film. It's, it's a very subtle satire. It's yeah, subtle like a brick to the face. <laughs> I, and I, I like how they just kind of like very gradually slipped in the whole uh, my big fat Greek wedding references. Yeah. Like just very, very oblique. Just abandoned them immediately. They're like the Bachelor, anyways. <laughs> Although that the did provide me. movies. You know, here's a one-off joke. Something yeah. you, here's yes. something you remember from culture. We're going to say it exists, and then we're going to move on. Like Napoleon <laughs> Dynamite at the beginning, or <laughs> yeah, there there was a lot of well, it's been five minutes. Let's throw another disconnected uh, other movie reference joke, and then never talk about it again. <clears throat> The one laugh I got early on, I mean, there's two or three, actually, in the stretch. Yeah, I think I had five. Almost, marks. <laughs> not even 90-minute runtime of this movie. With really long credits, too. It was like 12 minutes of credits. Of that booty song. Padding. Booty, booty. <laughs> but the, the, uh, the, the violence at the bachelor part thing where he pulls out the shotgun to eliminate. Okay, that kind of got me to giggle once. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I think the closest I got to laughing was when they did the very obvious stunt double for the uh, for the motorcycle gags. Oh. Yeah, yeah. It's like it, it, it's I, weird that like I literally had to write down was, the amount of times I laughed. Sorry, Mike. Sorry. I'm convinced this movie was made by stunt doubles because they're all they're just <laughs> hired actors that vaguely look like celebrities, and so I'm I'm in it that there's a conspiracy of stand-in actors who are like, we need another movie. Let's do a parody movie where I could play Brad Pitt. <laughs> yeah. So, is it? Am I the only one who thinks that the that the main dude kind of looked like the great value version of Topher Grace? That'll work. Might have been just me. Oh, that'll yeah. work. <laughs> I was I was worried too. Even for a movie like this, when the Michael Jackson joke started, I'm going, oh, oh, where are they going with this? At least that ended well. You know, it started off like, oh god, no. Because this is not a movie you. It's not a movie you trust to take an offensive joke and make it funny. It's just going to stay offensive most of the time. Yeah, with the movie with the five minutes of a, of a shitting cat that yeah, never, geez. ever stops, but not following through in the pedophile joke. That, that I, uh, something. I felt like that was like when, you know, they drip water on your forehead to drive you crazy. That's what that cat fart scene was with me. At first, I was like, all right, we're going to move past this. And then it just kept going. And I got to be honest, I contemplated taking a short dive out the window. <laughs> <laughs> so, so was was that actually the first of the we need to pad the runtime jokes in this uh, incredibly long ninety-minute movie? It might have been because that scene just goes. I think goes. it's the first one that I noticed. Goes. <laughs> <laughs> I would go right from the beginning, man. The dance scene in the street. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> just kept going. You get to play all of Milkshake like twice. And then maybe in another song or the Pimp My, Pimp My Ride gag. Every possible thing. I think there's an entire episode of Pimp My Ride was in that, right? I think they spent all their money on licensing. I think that's where the 20 million went was just licensing. Because there's just, the camera's awful. Everything's overexposed. It just looks like a steaming pile of garbage. But for some reason, they have Lil John in there. And it's just, it's like watching your friend's student film. You're like, this is bad. How did you get 
how'd you get Terry Crews in this? I don't understand. <laughs> somehow, somehow. <laughs> Owe someone a favor. You know, it's like the, the, if we're, the thing is movies build up on people owing each other favors. Uh, you know, also too, you got Fred Willard in there who can be hilarious and he doesn't need anybody to write him good stuff. You just point a camera at him and say, go. And you I just, what did they threaten Fred Willard with to get him to be in this? <laughs> I think if they just let him go, he would have been at least the funny, I mean, the dumb part of him doing the weird martial arts. I'm like, okay, that's kind of funny. But he's funnier when he says stuff. But no, those were not his lines. I refuse to believe that he improv much of anything. Because yeah, we've seen him in Christopher Guest things with Jennifer Coolidge. Yes. <laughs> like they can play off each other. We've seen in other things. Yeah. Like in, you know, he is a very funny person. Just let him go. And then uh, you can see him kind of pushing through the lines as best he can. Even with <laughs> maybe slightly less disdain than Eddie Griffith had or Eddie Griffin had with stating his lines as he obviously did not want to be there. Right. And Which is you know, like the Coen brothers. Oh, sorry. You huh? go. Oh, I was just saying that's a plus for him that he didn't want to be there. So. <laughs> <laughs> He's not even going to try and hide it, you know, and this is coming after, I, I think this is after uh, undercover brother, right? Yeah. Uh, and I think another satire he did that was too. actually good. Yes. I think probably the best comment on this movie actually came from my partner who said, this is what happens when people who don't understand com how comedy works try to make a comedy. <laughs> I'll go with that. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>. very true. <laughs> uh, scary Movie was moderately successful. Let's go ahead and do that with everything. Yeah, with two of the writers of that. I had they like. Well, if I remember right, I didn't actually look it up, but the the story that goes with the six writers of their Scary Movie, and this being two of them, is that these guys wrote like the first draft, and then the Wayne brothers picked it up and said, "All right, this has an idea." let's fix this and made a semi-decent movie out of it. Um, and then that series went to shit immediately too. Yeah. Um, uh, but this is like more in the style of that shriek. If you know what I did last Friday the 13th style <laughs> of thing came out around the same time. Um, style is doing a lot of heavy lifting here. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it's a far cry from like, uh, from the Zucker Brothers, you know, works like uh, like you can watch Airplane and watch uh, Naked Gun without any understanding of what things they might be referencing, and still find it funny because this works on its own, and everything they try and do here just is based in here's the thing that you ref that you know, and some people some people that is humor for whatever godforsaken reason. Uh, I saw this on opening weekend. Unfortunately, oh, I don't know if any of y'all had seen this before. You okay, Bob? Do you oh, need Christ. help? <laughs> my friends, uh, my friends and I went to see it, and I told them in no way possible was I ever going to pay for this piece of shit. Even though I would drag them to like you know the worst horror films of all time, but then again, we all like oh, those here. Um, the uh, <laughs> I made my friend pay for my ticket, and I still complained the entire time. <laughs> and I was really shocked how much my friends actually kind of liked it, especially yeah. Stephanie. Uh, I know she's not listening to this, so, uh, but she really, really liked it. And we had a big argument on the way home of me ranting about how shitty this film was. Jeez. And that's the thing. If you're sitting out there listening to this going, oh, come on. It's probably so, so uh, bad. It's good. It's like, no, no. It is so bad. It's good. You know, shocking, dark, uh, Paganini's horror, raw force, robo war. I got no, I own all of those on Blu-ray. I had no problem with crappy movies being entertaining. You keep Mergerson to him alive, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they are. Yeah, I mean, it's just... will rise in the grave and shake your hand. 
Yeah, I mean, this this was basically, you know, shoehorns, my big fat Greek wedding, and or uh, meet the Fockers, you know, meet the parents uh, storyline for plot, then shoehorn in a, uh, a joke that is basically a direct reference to a better movie, then a crap, we need to pad the runtime. here's uh, 90 seconds of a cat shitting, and <laughs> then repeat. Oh, <laughs> I, don't, I, I mean, I didn't get the stopwatch out for it, but it was clearly <laughs> over a minute. But I don't want to say that it was that it hit the two minute mark. They but it was it, either way, it was interminable. Yes. Much they like all of their pad the runtime uh, things was just it wasn't funny to start with. And then it never got to the point where, OK, it has reached funny because it has become a running joke. No, it's just like. We're going to blast this at you continuously for a long period of time, and then we're just never going to reference it again. So it never gets to the point where you can think it's funny. The master of that is The Simpsons. The perfect example of what you're talking about there, which I think is so funny, is you know, comedies in a group of threes. Yeah. And there's also comedies in sevens, which is what The Simpsons tend to do. And if you really know The Simpsons, you know, the scene in Sideshow Bob is. Uh, in the stepping on rakes. Yeah. yeah. That goes on for a long time <laughs> and reaches that point you're talking about where it's like, okay, this is kind of dumb. Okay. Okay. This is frigging hilarious. And then they you reference it later in, in, in uh, sure later episodes. Yeah, well, and I think the problem with this movie is jokes are all about setup and execution. This movie just does do no setup. It just goes straight to the execution. It's like an ADD child. It's like, look, I don't want to get through dinner to get to dessert. I just want dessert. And so this movie just rushes into execution and you're left being like, why was that funny? You had zero setup with that. You just launched right into it. I have no idea what this joke but is. The, the setup is knowing the reference and the joke yeah. is yeah. referencing Well, I mean, the guy reference. coming when he was ordering <laughs> food or whatever, somebody. I mean, that went on forever. And it just starts in the middle of the scene of him just being like, oh, yes. And it goes on <laughs> for so long. And they, you're just wondering what's happening. You're like, did I miss a scene? What's going on like, here? When did they say when Harry met Sally before this? That, that they don't like, execute yeah. jokes so much as they euthanize them. <laughs> 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 That's a perfect review for the movie. <laughs> they just take them out and Steinbeck them. They're like, look, look at, look at the pretty flowers. You're gonna be all right. <laughs> nice. Yeah, but uh, on, on what you're saying about uh, on what 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 Michael's saying about like the cat there is like, and the thing with that, the cat keep coming back is that that's one thing it did repeat because apparently the filmmakers really thought that Jinxie was it. You know, <laughs> that some poor puppeteer had to make and perform that cat. As they kept bringing it back and bringing it back and he made his own credits, like, your joke. Yeah. That's one time they did try and continue a joke, but it's not a good one to continue. <laughs> and, and, they're, and they're not even really continuing the joke. They're just continuing the cat. And the cat is doing different things. So it doesn't really establish anything. Right. And that dumb joke that they started him with, cat <laughs> crapping in the toilet, that can work. You know, Dumb and Dumber has the same kind of thing with one of their characters, but in that movie it's funny it's yeah, but, well there, there was there was actually a setup to it exactly. <laughs> yes or, and you a reason scatological humor and have it still work you know yeah. uh, and a payoff all yeah. the stuff was in that one <laughs> none of that was in this cat pooping <laughs> video <laughs> it comes in it says it then, then it moves on i'm uh, just waiting for the 10 hour youtube cut of it <laughs> oh, God. if someone has the patience to do that uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> but what's um what 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 I want to know about what Eric said earlier about like sometimes you get so bad it's good. It's like one reason I started doing this project was that yeah, this is of course only the second episode is sometimes stuff at the bottom is really hilariously awful. Um, even the, but unfortunately, some of the stuff that's, that's hilariously awful ends up being pushed up a little bit because of how bad it is. It gets no, this is fine because it made me laugh. Uh, I audibly groaned when I pulled up and I was like, all right, see where the random number generator comes up with 2006. What's that date movie? Ah, oh, shit. Second episode <laughs> is one I don't want to watch. And because even though no one else was around, I still was honest and kept it. <laughs> um, I was like, I, I could just go, but you know, I might as well just get it out of the way. Um, and see, maybe it's, you know, the thing after this for 2006 is, um, uh, I can't remember right now, Material Girls, which I'm not looking forward to watching either. That comes back around. But something like, it's like so bad, it's good. It's like, catch, which you mentioned earlier, was actually the 27th worst movie of last year on Metacritic. So it's, it's going to be a while before we talk about that, unless I, you know, do a request or enough people ask or something like that if people actually listen. So, Well, I think the uh, line between a bad movie and so bad it's good is earnesty. The ones that are so bad it's good, they're made earnestly. They wanted to make a good movie. They put everything in there to make a good movie. And unfortunately, they're just not, you know, they didn't have that skill set. This movie is kind of like Birdemic where it it's a joke and they're going to keep laying on that joke. And it's not funny because it's not played earnestly. They didn't make an earnest movie. They didn't earn the humor and it's, it's just an unearned uh, pile of trash. There's a scene in, um, what was it called? The worst movie ever made the documentary about troll two. Mm, yeah. That's the first movie. Yeah. It was, that's right. Yeah. Which is kind of heartbreaking almost because the director goes to a screening, not knowing the response his film gets <laughs> and he got hurt. Right? Yeah. He, they showed a shot of him leaving the theater and he looked honestly like insulted and sad at what had happened. It's like, that's part of why Troll 2 works so well, like you were just saying, works so well as a bad movie, is he thought he was making a really good film. Yeah, so, and oh. the guys who made this knew they are making something shitty and didn't even care, but even, yeah. like, some people know them, like, I don't think Bruno Mattei knew he, yeah, he knew he was making bad <laughs> movies, but but he cared about it enough. You know, oh, yeah. That oh, it yeah. made it interesting to watch. Like, that's why Rats is so much fun, or, or you know, Robo War, or what have you. The, these guys, there's this, like, we need a paycheck, we'll move on to this, we'll do the next thing, which makes something like this a real slog to get through yes. when you're sitting there with the like my wife watched it with me for some reason i said i watched it on my own she's like no i'll watch it and we we're just sitting there just waiting and waiting <laughs> and waiting to laugh uh which like the first laugh we got in the movies when she started took our phones started looking at memes and started showing them to me <laughs> but like waiting I, to I, laugh the date movie story <laughs> <laughs> but i i did actually i Going back to I said earlier, like I did laugh actually by by five times in all the movie outside that meme was that the bike you mentioned. I actually laughed at when Hitch was showing the various loves of Ben Affleck. That's an easy joke, but sure. it worked. The um and then probably the the carousel with the um the uh, cherry stem. Actually, that that was a joke oh. that actually landed, but the because uh, it wasn't a reference; it was just a, a thing. Um, but have any of you guys seen uh, they come together from? like 2009 i think it is it's also a date movie satire but it's from uh oh is that the one with uh amy, amy schumer uh or no, not schumer. Uh, uh, it's uh, amy poehler and amy uh, poehler yeah and paul rudd paul rudd yeah it's from david wayne and it it does the same concept but lands uh because it's a parody of romantic comedies and it's 
it works out really well. It's not really well received, but my wife and I really like it. We've watched it a couple of times and halfway through the movie, she's like, can we watch that instead? <laughs> so <laughs> like, what's the body count in that one? Huh? <laughs> yeah, there's, uh, it's, it's about 45 minutes of a cat shitting. And then Amy Poehler and, and Paul Rudd's, you know, shooting each other. The sad part is when somebody does a parody movie of such a rich subject, Romantic comedies, especially after the Sleepless in Seattle, hit such a beat thing. You know, there's they all hit that same kind of beat for years. And it's like, boy wants girl, maybe he does, he doesn't. Then he gets her, but then he kind of doesn't want to get her. And things go bizarrely wrong, and he makes a mistake and has to run after her, or she has to run after him in the third act. It's all easily parody, but they couldn't. Uh, like. Work harder, come on, guys! Yeah, it's, <laughs> you it's, get paid it's a lot of a money. <laughs> that that's why that's why they came together. It worked well because it does the same thing, but does it with earnesty and someone who actually understands how humor yeah. works. At David Wayne, um, you know, who made the state, a bunch of other really funny people. Uh, but when you get something like this, that just falls flat on on, on its face. That um, was I know I had mentioned I've seen this before. Did any of y'all watch this at any point in the past, or is this the first time for y'all? First time. <laughs> I mean, I, I think this is actually a movie I bought on the clearance rack from Hollywood Video way back when, when they existed. But I don't remember this movie. So either I didn't get around to watching it, which, you know, you know that's a, a glorious uh, win for me. Or <laughs> I did something to cause trauma after watching it so I wouldn't remember. <laughs> Yeah, you texted me as soon as it ended. It's like, all right, now I need to put a hole in my head. And like, after after three o'clock, you can wait to four o'clock to do so. <laughs> it's like, if you spent the 45, like the, what, it's actually like 70 minutes for those credits roll, you know, to watch it. You just take time to, to talk about it for a little bit. <laughs> wow, so, is, 70, 70 minutes and, you know, with, with the beginning one that we added, six pad the runtime moments. Six. Oh, I'd say 90 plus minutes the, of Pad the Runtime moment. <laughs> plus like the 12 minutes of end credits. Yeah. Of that. And, uh, yeah, it hit that point where the King Kong joke or whatever, I'm going, well, this seems like the end. But there's still like 10 or 12 minutes left. And the credits start to roll. It's like, oh, Jesus. And, and then, then they, some they outtakes. Get, and then, yeah, finished. Yeah, and I got up, used bloopers. the bathroom, came back. <laughs> Their bloopers sucked even. It's like, yeah. how, do you, how do you not have funny bloopers? These are funny people, most of them at least. When I'm watching a spoof, I shouldn't want to turn it off and watch the movies that they're spoofing instead. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a movie that doesn't understand the tropes of the genre, which is why it doesn't work as a spoof. It's just people being like, do you remember that moment? It's, it's like the kid who hears the funny comment in the class and he's like, remember when you said that joke yesterday? You're like, yeah, no, I was, I was there for that. And that joke just does it. It it Gus Van Sant and just recreates entire scenes. And it's like that, but with like, we added a fart joke to it. And uh, Psycho was funnier. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, 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 how about, how about we don't vote for Pedro guys? (laughs) You remember that reference? (laughs) Yeah, that's it. This guy's Aaron Seltzer's whole cottage industry here with, what is it? Date movie, epic movie, Meet the Spartans, disaster movie, Vampire Sucks, The Starving Game, Best Night Ever, and Super Fast. Yeah, boy. He's, I he's, don't know the back couple of those, but I'm pretty and sure. And if I'm not mistaken, Super Fast had the same budget as John Wick, the first John Wick. Wow. And it looks 
utterly terrible. I can't say even heard it super fast and the uh, fast right. and the furious. <laughs> no, fair enough, fair enough. Kind of thing. Without directly saying that, yeah, I've I've saw I think epic movie and superhero movie, and I think maybe I saw Meet the Spartans. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I definitely didn't spend any money on any of them, but you know, I had a lot of dumb friends <laughs> um, who wanted to see them, so I, I did. Uh, and plus, I see literally almost everything that comes out, and uh, which also like on 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 the same note is like so many of the references I don't remember what they're referencing, like. It's kind of like, that was slightly maybe this? Uh, and I see like just about everything and tend to recall what I've watched. And so so many of the references of this can probably were stale already in 2006, let alone now. Well, I mean, uh, when Harry Met Sally came up when like 89 or something, yeah, something, like that. something along those lines. I mean, granted, it's a famous scene, but you're going to want to set that scene up, like you said earlier, and make it pay off if you're going to get people to remember it. But uh, no, just here. Some guy faking an orgasm. Enjoy. I, I, don't, I don't think there's any references that I missed, but they were just, it was like, hey, remember this movie? That is actually much better. <laughs> yeah, like a couple of them, like I had to like think for a second to kind of go back in like Sweet Home Alabama with the picking of the ring scene. It's like, I was like, I know I've seen this in a movie but I can't remember what movie it was until kind of like playing through my head, like, oh, Reach for the Spoon, this, there we are, you know. You put more work into this movie, watching this movie than I did. <laughs> they, they even threw a, like a, a short dodgeball reference in there. That was yes. very bizarre. I had no idea what was happening. I didn't know why it happened. And that Kill Bill sequence, I wanted to end almost immediately, and they just kept going with it. So, you know, kudos to them for sticking to everything. That, that, was, that was Pad the Runtime number four. <laughs> Was the, like, kill, was the kill? Was the kill back and reference the 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 Carl's Jr. Hardy's commercial again and again? Yeah, and again. well, that was that was the number three, which is also the. In case you don't get that, there's a bunch of sex euphemisms here. We're going to loop the word sex over this. Sex, sex, sexy, sex. <laughs> you know that helps me feel I paid even less attention because I did not catch that at all and then yeah, almost immediately inebriated uh to get through this <laughs> fortunately we have no Good alcohol call. here currently so i had to watch it on so <laughs> and then almost immediately after that we're going to go ahead and uh do some jokes about partner abuse because that's a oh. that's that's a that's a great funny topic to be uh approaching yeah, like, right for humor <laughs> oh not not no <laughs> yeah they're rolling in the aisles you know i just, I just couldn't stop myself like I said, I mean, as soon as I finished, I'm like, you know, I'm just going to burn my copy of, uh, of Naked Guns. I don't need any other parodies besides this movie. <laughs> this is it. This is the one true parody. But the, the, the weird thing about you know, mentioning Dodgeball in there is that Dodgeball is another satire. Yes. So, yeah. And a good one. Yes. <laughs> well, it's like when people were parodying Scream with Shriek, if I, you know what I did last summer. It's like, Scream is already a parody. Why are you parodying a parody? It doesn't make sense. Yeah, and <laughs> scary movie almost works because there is a little more effort in that one to say shriek but uh that's yeah that's the thing is like referencing the same thing that they're referencing better yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 i mean scary movie is basically kind of a reboot of uh scream you know it goes over and that's why i'd say it works a little bit better is because it's more going after the tropes like uh scream did 
yeah, to a, to a slightly bigger degree in different ways and maybe more, more on the nose references, but it's not, there's less, Hey, do you remember this stuff than that? Like, yeah. And you don't have to watch, you know, 50 other movies in order to understand all the reference material. <laughs> or read every uh, uh, tabloid magazine that comes through there. <laughs> like, like the scene that I think that, that I think works to show scary movie actually kind of working as satire of a satire is, you know, when, when she comes downstairs and he's trying to hide and you keep seeing his feet, that's something that can't, that's something that does work. Cause it's kind of looking at that same situation in a slightly different way. Cause that wouldn't land in scream. But does well, work. and as an audience, you know those tropes, too, of the killer hiding. And I think that's why that works, is you have the history of that trope. And audiences are well aware enough of that trope. Day movie doesn't do tropes. It just does pop culture. Yeah, exactly. That's why it just falls flat on its face. Yeah, that's why a movie like Galaxy Quest, that's kind of making fun of Star Trek, doesn't feel like it remotely is. It feels like a loving comedy about Star Trek yeah. and works so well. Because it's a, it's a great that. tribute that it's my third favorite Star Trek movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I can see that. <laughs> but if and I write also, Star Trek movies, I put Galaxy Quest right up there with it. <laughs> it's also got some great fuck William Shatner moments in there. <laughs> <laughs> but that shows how bad this movie is if we slid, on, slid away into talking about other movies <laughs> instead. Just I like, like, Gal- I like Galaxy Quest enough that I actually watched it in Thermian. <laughs> oh nice <laughs> i thought about doing that because i know it's on the audio tracks but i can't say it's it's, it's 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 actually really hilarious just because you know that you 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 then understand that they actually voiced the entire movie again nice. did they do the whole track in that way or is this kind of yes like, sometimes because sometimes they do it as a joke where they're like five minutes and then it's no it is the away. entire movie uh, they track nice. <laughs> they tracked and voiced the entire thing in thermia uh, that's, and that's you know, I I really appreciate that kind of dedication. Yes, it's I think another another is. underrated parody. While we're going off subject, Top Secret. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Fantastic. Holy shit! Also, that's Zucker Brothers so. too, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's still 1984, in 1984, I think. Uh, great one. Yeah, it's like. Did you, so, did you guys take? You didn't listen to the date movie and the Jinx shitting track, but they replaced <laughs> all the actors of the cat pooping. <laughs> I'm this sorry. is where we wanted to stick another cat pooping scene, but we had to cut it for time because we had, <laughs> you know, these other scenes where we had to stretch a joke into five minutes. We didn't have the character development for the second fart, so we decided to leave it on the cutting room floor. It was a hard decision. Yeah, we, we figured that one more was, was just a little bit too much. Too much. Well, and the weird thing about this movie is it doesn't feel like these movies should be ripe with improv. And this movie feels like they had a Coen Brothers grasp on the dialogue they're like don't know this is funny enough don't change it Trust us, we're the funny guys you leave that in right so it was bizarre that it stuck so much to the script it felt like i i, I think that's more of everybody there was there for a paycheck yeah. yeah and they're like you know what i am not interested in trying to punch this up at all <laughs> i'm gonna come in here i'm gonna do my lines and i'm gonna go home and i'm gonna roll in the pile of money yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh lord <laughs> i think we've pretty much covered everything there is to say about date movie uh it's, I, oh no we could keep going uh, <laughs> far uh, <away> <laughs> I, I i like i like one of my comments that i sent to you was like you know i was what? thinking at least this isn't a fucking musical <laughs> and that's right before the uh musical sequence i believe right <laughs> yeah right <laughs> as the, the right before the musical sequence started uh yes it's a like great oh. timing 
I was like, because you, you said that to me. I'm like, based on what your last comment, you should be right at that scene. <laughs> yeah. But then it, that happens in all those sort of things, you know. That's, that's also, you know, a trope of that genre is, is randomly singing that particular song, too. And I think what, for My Best Friend's Wedding, I think. I haven't seen that. Yeah, also, how would you not know who is officiating your fucking wedding? <laughs> so you make one more Tony Cox joke. <laughs> you know, the weirdest part in this movie for me, and it was a really small moment, and it was when Allison Hannigan was going to go meet Hitch. And for some reason, the card, the card was real, but the text on the card was very clearly a computer-generated image. And I can't get past that they didn't have enough money to, to put ink on a card to have it as a prop. That they just gave her a blank card and were like, well, we'll add it in post. Well, if we get a better joke to put on the card, we'll just do it that way. Fix it in post. You know how that works. <laughs> well, what if we think of a parody name for Hitch? Because there's nothing we could change Hitch into that might rhyme with it to call him well, instead. Yeah. No, nothing. nothing right right there on the on the you know on the grasp. And we we didn't even reference the friggin' West Coast Customs, you know, body mod sequence. Oh, that was rough. That was yeah. like lesson. Here's our message. Just get thinner. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that was being, one of the, being I fat is wrong. <laughs> it's like so many jokes that just never, ever, ever stop. And eventually, luckily, they do. Yeah, it's like, but this moves so slow, and that's the, the thing. That, like, yeah, I said you're you messaged me yesterday saying you're still half an hour left. It's like, and the same thing Allison said when I paused it, and like. When I paused to go get my notebook, she's like, wait, how much longer is left of this shit? Because <laughs> we thought it was coming to its end. And we were hoping it was coming to its end. But it never does. It, it, is, the, it are... is the longest 70 minutes. Yeah. Like, it is, it is literally the shortest a movie can be. And it is still, like, longer than a Lord of the Rings extended edition. <laughs> It feels like it. That movie is like when your mom's like, listen, I got to talk to some friends, but wait by the car. I'll be out in a second. You're like, it's been three hours. Mom, where are you? It's like you're at work. You're waiting to count it out. And the Samanders is taking the time. It's, you know, it's like. Uh, I have that, that bad writing problem where they're like, okay, let's parody. This is kind of near the end, but let's parody it here in the middle. And, oh, here's another ending we're parodying in the middle. It's like, this feels like we're getting near the end. Oh, no. And, 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 a, and a bold move to have a flashback sequence in your 70-minute movie to oh, make sure that you... In case you forgot some stuff. In case you forgot all the stuff that you just saw. So, and what's, uh, what's weird is I want to mention like on, on the bad, on the so bad, it's good thing is like normally when I watch a bad movie, which I watch a lot of bad movies, I go to INDB and I'll, I'll read reviews that other people have written. Uh, and I'll find a bunch of really good ones of people like uh, critics suck. They don't know this. Like nearly every single review for this is a one out of 10 or two out of 10. There's like maybe one defender and that person gets up to a six. And that's how you, how you know something's really, truly awful is that the half the reviews aren't 10 out of 10s. So people saying, Oh, this is funny. Critics don't know shit. The Metacritic per like, uh, uh, community rating is like a 2.8. And why even argue with it low. at that point? Who's the sixth person? It's like, it, it's not bad. Listen, it's, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's no, it's no, you know, it's no serenity. <laughs> but. Yeah, we can say, let's see. This, uh, this is the theatrical equivalent of a wet fart. <laughs> I don't know. Even wet farts have uses. <laughs> Actually, well, I, I guess we could say with this too, like this, this is, this is a warning. 
He's like, oh boy. It's like, yeah, what, what a what a junk. And I'm sorry, sorry, you guys uh, watched it for me. <laughs> and I thank you so much for taking the time to to rent the movie if you paid for it or found it <laughs> illegally otherwise or however. <laughs> I have no um, comment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like I, I did pay to rent it. So I was like, uh, do I want to watch the unrated or the rated cut? Which one's long? Which one's shorter? End up doing the longer cut just so I have more material. <laughs> Which which didn't help because it doesn't give you any more material. Yeah, it's like I don't know what the differences are, and I don't want to. Yeah, know. I watched the unrated, and I couldn't tell you if it was different than the rated. Yeah, because it could have been PG thirteen the way it was, because the movie itself was too. Maybe yeah. maybe twenty seconds less of of cat shit. Probably they probably didn't cut that. That was their money shot. Yeah, as as since we kept seeing Jinxie again, so <laughs> <laughs> this movie is bad enough that now I kind of hate scary movie. <laughs> because it being made was the reason why this was made <laughs> but actually uh, I'm actually looking forward to next week's movie uh, next week is also a pretty awful movie but more entertaining it's a uh, 1997's Mortal, Co- Mortal Kombat Apocalypse or what uh, Annihilation. Annihilation Annihilation Sorry, you killed my master <laughs> <laughs> that movie is an absolute piece of shit but it is slightly entertaining in some ways yes. of just how awful it gets and i'll rewatch the first one again which actually is a good movie <laughs> so the first one has some entertaining bits annihilation is i don't know what they were whatever it's called it's just rough yeah it's been a while since <laughs> so i watched it but at least i'm looking forward to watching it unlike this and it pulled up I'm like well shit <laughs> and what, on last week's episode when talking about veronica and we were finishing up and i mentioned what next week's was and you see like jason seth and, and tony go uh, no. <laughs> they all immediately noped out. I'm like, nope. <laughs> it's like, call me again when you get something fun. <laughs> uh, Tony was smart. Jason was smart. <laughs> but uh, yeah, thank you guys again for talking about Date Movie for the last 45 minutes uh, and watching it for 70-ish minutes yesterday. Yeah, two days. <laughs> uh, and if, if you want to be back on, let, let me know. I'm you know, of course, doing this weekly, and all each week I'll post what the next movie is. And since you're already on it, you get you know kind of first first dibs. So um, if you want to be on Mortal Kombat, let me know. If you're not, it's totally cool. Uh, so it's pretty much open invitation for whatever weeks going on. Um, any final comments before we wrap up the episode? Don't watch this movie. <laughs> I think that's a that's a good summation of it. I did not realize that was a cat behind you this entire time. <laughs> yeah. I just saw that. I thought it was like a pillow. And I was like, nope, it's moving. It is a pillow. It just moves sometimes. <laughs> I get it. Uh, I, mean, I mean, they didn't give us any resolution. So why should we give it any resolution? <laughs> uh, Eric, do you want to tell us where you can find your uh, podcast? Oh, yeah. Strange Eons Radio is available. Normally, we our main episodes come out on Thursdays. But since you know we're all sitting around here, Wondering what to watch. We've been doing a couple extra episodes on Tuesdays and Saturdays that are just 15 minutes. Hey, here's something that's streaming, has to be available streaming. And uh, check that out. We're at Strange Strange Eons Radio. Any place you get your podcasts. (laughs) Great, great horror and genre work there that you, Kelly, and and, uh, Vanessa do. Um, And Mike, are there any of your videos? online that we can check out somewhere. yeah you can go to youtube backslash out west productions and uh you'll find some fun videos there nice. and anything you want to plug mike um amos uh, <laughs> i know you just work but eh, come see rocky no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah go see rocky horror when uh when quarantine's over 
Yes. There you go. Exactly. Thank you guys again for listening. Uh, yeah, check out uh, Eric's podcast, Strange Eon. Check out all of uh, Mike's video. Mike's uh, movies. They're 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 great stuff. Um, yes. I really like Night of Living Trees from last year and Pod People from this year. <laughs> yes, um, cool things. And um, and the one where you're in the woods by yourself. I can't remember what it's called right now, but I like. Bring the remains. That was it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I really like that. Um, and then, of course, you can find uh, The Worst Movie of the Year at uh, theworstmovieoftheyear.transistor.fm or on the various streaming sites, however you found us. Uh, find us there. We'll be on iTunes soon. Or if you're coming to us from uh, City of Geek, we'll have our own uh, set up here soon. But also subscribe to City of Geek and cityofgeek.com. Um, thank you guys again for listening. Thank you guys for speaking to me today. And uh, hope you have a good rest of your quarantine. <laughs> thank you. you. you too. It can't be any worse than, uh, than my morning. Watching this. <laughs> Watching this movie. Ha, <laughs> ha,